Day 11 of 365, The Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Genesis chapter 24, verses 1 to verse 67. Abraham was now a very old man, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. One day, Abraham said to his oldest servant, the man in charge of his household, Take an oath by putting your hand under my thigh. Swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and earth, that you will not allow my son to marry one of these local Canaanite women. Go instead to my homeland, to my relatives, and find a wife there for my son Isaac. The servant asked, But what if I can't find a young woman who is willing to travel so far from home? Should I then take Isaac there to live among your relatives in the land you came from? No, Abraham responded, be careful never to take my son there. For the Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and my native land, solemnly promised to give this land to my descendants. He will send you his angel ahead of you, and he will see to it that you find a wife there for my son. If she is unwilling to come back with you, then you are free from this oath of mine. But under no circumstances are you to take my son there. So the servant took an oath by putting his hand under the thigh of his master, Abraham. He swore to follow Abraham's instructions. Then he loaded ten of Abraham's camels with all kinds of expensive gifts from his master and he travelled to distant Aram Naharaim. There he went to the town where Abraham's brother Nahor had settled. He made the camels kneel beside a well just outside the town. It was evening and the women were coming out to draw water. Oh Lord, God of my master Abraham, he prayed, please give me success today and show unfailing love to my master Abraham. See, I am standing here beside this spring and the young women of this town are coming out to draw water. This is my request. I will ask one of them. Please give me a drink from your jug. If she says yes, have a drink, and I will water your camels too, let her be the one you have selected as Isaac's wife. This is how I will know that you have shown unfailing love to my master. Before he had finished praying, he saw a young woman named Rebecca coming out with her water jug on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel who was the son of Abraham's brother, Nahor, and his wife, Milka. Rebecca was very beautiful and old enough to be married, but she was still a virgin. She went down to the spring, filled her jug and came up again. Running over to her, the servant said, Please give me a little drink of water from your jug. Yes, my lord, she answered, have a drink. And she quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and gave him a drink. When she had given him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels too, until they have had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jug into the watering trough, and ran back to the well to draw water for all his camels. The servant watched her in silence, wondering whether or not the Lord had given him success in his mission. Then at last, when the camels had finished drinking, he took out a gold ring for her nose and two large gold bracelets for her wrists. Whose daughter are you? he asked. And please tell me, 
Would your father have any room to put us up for the night? I am the daughter of Bethuel, she replied. My grandparents are Nahor and Milka. Yes, we have plenty of straw and feed for the camels and we have room for guests. The man bowed low and worshipped the Lord. Praise the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, he said. The Lord has shown unfailing love and faithfulness to my master, for he has led me straight to my master's relatives. The young woman ran home to tell her family everything that had happened. Now Rebecca had a brother named Laban, who ran out to meet the man at the spring. He had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's wrists and had heard Rebecca tell what the man had said. So he rushed out to the spring where the man was still standing beside his camels. Laban said to him, Come and stay with us, you who are blessed by the Lord. Why are you standing here outside the town when I have a room all ready for you and a place prepared for the camels? So the man went home with Laban and Laban unloaded the camels, gave him straw for their bedding fed them and provided water for the man and the camel drivers to wash their feet. The food was served, but Abraham's servant said, I don't want to eat until I have told you why I have come. All right, Laban said, tell us. I am Abraham's servant, he explained, and the Lord has greatly blessed my master. He has become a wealthy man. The Lord has given him flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle, a fortune in silver and gold, and many male and female servants and camels and donkeys. When Sarah, my master's wife, was very old, she gave birth to my master's son, and my master has given him everything he owns. And my master made me take an oath. He said, Do not allow my son to marry one of these local Canaanite women. Go instead to my father's house, to my relatives, and find a wife there for my son. But I said to my master, What if I can't find a young woman who is willing to go back with me? He responded, The Lord in whose presence I have lived will send his angel with you and will make your mission successful. Yes, you must find a wife for my son from among my relatives from my father's family. Then you will have fulfilled your obligation. But if you go to my relatives and they refuse to let her go with you, you'll be free from my oath. So, today, when I came here to the spring, I prayed this prayer. O Lord, God of my master Abraham, please give me success in this mission. See, I'm standing here beside this spring. This is my request. When a young woman comes to draw water, I will say to her, please give me a little drink of water from your jug. If she says yes, yes, have a drink, and I will will draw water for your camels too, Let her be the one you have selected to be the wife of my master's son. Before I had finished praying in my heart, I saw Rebecca coming out with her water jug on her shoulder, and she went to the spring and drew water. So I said to her, Please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and said, Yes, have a drink. I will water your camels too. So I drank, and then she watered the camels. Then I asked, Whose daughter are you? And she replied, I am the daughter of Bethuel, and my grandparents are Nahor and Milka. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists. And then I bowed low and worshipped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, because he had led me straight to my master's niece to be his son's wife. So tell me, 
Will you, or won't you, show unfailing love and faithfulness to my master? Please tell me yes or no, and then I will know what to do next. Then Laban and Bethuel replied, The Lord has obviously brought you here, so there's nothing we can say. Here is Rebecca. Take her and go. Yes, let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. When Abraham's servant heard their answer, he bowed low to the ground and worshipped the Lord. Then he brought out silver and gold, jewellery and clothing, and presented them to Rebekah. He also gave expensive presents to her brother and mother. Then they ate their meal, and the servant and the men with him stayed there overnight. But early the next morning, Abraham's servant said, Send me back to my master. But we want Rebecca to stay with us at least ten days, her brother and mother said. Then she can go. But he said, Don't delay me. The Lord has made my mission successful. Now send me back so I can return to my master. Well, they said, We'll call Rebecca and ask her what she thinks. So they called Rebecca. Are you willing to go with this man? They asked her. And she replied, Yes, I will go. So they said goodbye to Rebecca and sent her away with Abraham's servant and his men. The woman who had been Rebecca's childhood nurse went along with her. They gave her this blessing as she parted. Our sister, may you become the mother of many millions. May your descendants be strong and conquer the cities of their enemies. Then Rebecca and her servant girls mounted the camels and followed the man. So Abraham's servant took Rebecca and went on his way. Meanwhile, Isaac, whose home was in the Negev, had returned from Beer Lahai Roy. One evening, as he was walking and meditating, in the fields he looked up and saw the camels coming. When Rebecca looked up and saw Isaac, she quickly dismounted from her camel. Who is that man walking through the fields to meet us? she asked the servant. And he replied, It is my master. So Rebecca covered her face with a veil. Then the servant told Isaac everything he had done. And Isaac brought Rebecca into his mother Sarah's tent, and she became his wife. He loved her deeply, and she was a special comfort to him after the death of his mother. Matthew 9, verse 14 to 38. One day, the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, Why don't your disciples fast like we do and the Pharisees do? Jesus replied, Do wedding guests mourn while celebrating with the groom? Of course not, but some day the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. Besides, Who would patch old cloth with new cloth? For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old wineskins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wineskins, so that both are preserved. As Jesus was saying this, the leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then, 
A woman who had suffered for twelve years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, If I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned round, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged, your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, he saw the noisy crowd and heard the funeral music. Get out, he told them. The girl isn't dead, she's only sleeping. But the crowd laughed at him. After the crowd was put outside, however, Jesus went in and took the girl by the hand. And she stood up. The report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. After Jesus left the girl's home, two blind men followed along behind him, shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. They went right into the house where he was staying and Jesus asked them, Do you believe I can make you see? Yes, Lord, they told him, we do. Then he touched their eyes and said, Because of your faith, it will happen. Then their eyes were opened and they could see. Jesus sternly warned them, Don't tell anyone about this. But instead they went out and spread his fame all over the region. When they left, a demon-possessed man, who couldn't speak, was brought to Jesus. So Jesus cast out the demon, and then the man began to speak. The crowds were amazed. Nothing like this has ever happened in Israel, they exclaimed. But the Pharisee said, He can cast out demons because he's empowered by the prince of demons. Jesus travelled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord, who is in charge of the harvest, Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Psalm 8, verses 1 to 9. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them, human beings that you should care for them? Yet you made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honour. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority, the flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims in the ocean currents. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth.